Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Tuesday, January 2nd. U.S. stocks started the year on a weak note as a sharp drop in Apple stock weighed on the technology sector and investors booked profits following an unexpectedly strong 2023. The S&P 500 index closed at its lowest level in nearly two weeks. Apple tumbled 3.6% to its lowest close since mid-November after Barclays downgraded the stock from equal weight to underweight, citing lackluster iPhone 15 sales. Weakness in Apple and a slump in semiconductor shares helped send the Nasdaq composite to a three-week low. Nathan Peterson, director of derivatives analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, said Tuesday's declines broadly reflected a combination of profit-taking and investor rotation into last year's underperforming sectors, specifically energy, healthcare, and utilities. Considering the S&P 500's 24 percent gain in 2023, a soft start to the new year wasn't necessarily a surprise. It's not uncommon to see this type of rotation early in the year, as tax loss selling and portfolio managers' window dressing keeps a lid on last year's underperformers, Peterson said. Often, investors wait for the calendar flip to realize capital gains on last year's winners. This behavior was likely exacerbated by an exceptionally strong rally in stocks into the end of the year. The Apple downgrade, Peterson added, provided somewhat of an excuse to go ahead and take profits in tech. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was down 27 points, or 0.6 percent, at 4,742.83. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 25.50 points, or 0.1 percent, at 37,715.04. And the Nasdaq Composite was down 245.41 points, or 1.6%, at 14,765.94. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about 7 basis points, at 3.931%. And the SIBO Volatility Index, or VIX, was up 0.73 of a point, at 13.18%. Semiconductor companies led the way lower Tuesday after Bloomberg reported Netherlands-based ASML Holding NV canceled shipments of some of its machines to China at the request of U.S. President Biden's administration weeks before export bans on the high-end chip-making equipment came into effect. The Philadelphia Semiconductor Index tumbled 3.7%. Healthcare and energy sectors were among the few areas of strength, the latter gaining despite a 1.6% drop in crude oil futures. As far as stocks on the move, Citigroup rose 3.1% after Wells Fargo raised its price target, citing expectations the bank would benefit from Fed rate cuts. GoodRx Holdings sank 16% after Bank of America downgraded the digital healthcare platform from buy to underperform, citing greater competition from large pharmacy benefits managers. Moderna surged 13% after Oppenheimer upgraded the pharmaceutical company from perform to outperform, citing expectations multiple product launches in the next 12 to 18 months will boost sales. 
Rivian Automotive fell 10% after the electric vehicle maker reported fourth-quarter deliveries that declined from the third quarter, even as production increased. And Tapestry rose 3.6% after J.P. Morgan raised its price target for the luxury goods company from $41 to $46 and added the shares to its analyst focus list, citing factors like strong performance across the Coach brand during the holidays. Companies expected to report quarterly results this week include food producer ConAgra Brands and pharmacy chain Walgreens Boots Alliance, both on Thursday. Walgreens was the Dow Industrial's weakest performer in 2023 with a drop of 30%. Despite Tuesday's declines, the S&P 500 and Dow Industrials remain near record highs in the wake of a two-month rally driven by growing belief that interest rates established a peak and the Fed will soon pivot to interest rate cuts during the first half of 2024. Investors also remain upbeat over expectations the economy is headed for a soft landing where inflation continues to recede toward the Fed's 2% long-term target and a deep recession is avoided. Markets still seem to believe that we will achieve a soft landing, have double-digit earnings growth, and get multiple Fed rate cuts, Peterson said. He also noted that the current forward price-to-earnings ratio for the S&P 500 is historically high at around 19. That highlights a risk, though. What if a Goldilocks environment doesn't pan out, meaning the economy contracts more than expected, inflation stays stubbornly high, the Fed doesn't cut rates as much as expected, and or earnings don't lift as much as expected? Investors also await Friday's monthly non-farm payrolls report, which promises to shape near-term expectations for Fed policy and influence the market's tone and direction in early 2024. Job growth was unexpectedly strong much of 2023, so a continuation of that trend may prompt investors to recalibrate what analysts see as an overly aggressive outlook for rate cuts. December payrolls are expected to have increased to 158,000, according to Trading Economics. That would be slower than the 199,000 jobs created during November, but up from 150,000 in October. The unemployment rate is expected to have risen from 3.7% to 3.8%. With inflation trending lower, markets will be paying close attention to the strength or weakness of the labor market, says Colin Martin, director of fixed income strategy at Schwab. A stronger-than-expected jobs report could prevent the Fed from both cutting as early as expected and cutting as much as the markets are pricing in. Based on market indicators, investors appear to anticipate five- or six-quarter-point Fed cuts in 2024. By contrast, a Fed forecast released in December suggested the central bank may make only three-quarter-point cuts. Late Tuesday, futures traders conveyed 89% odds the Federal Open Market Committee will hold its benchmark funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The market prices in a nearly 79% chance the funds rate will be at least a quarter point lower after the Fed's March meeting, down from 89% a week ago. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update 
or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.